0: welcome to the real life cheer podcast come join us on the journey of becoming better leaders together hi you guys welcome to
1: the first episode of the real life cheer podcast yay we are so stoked So what we're going to be doing is we are going to be sharing updates on all things Rogue Cheer, which is our program, as well as helping other leaders understand the true meaning of being a leader. Mm -hmm. Come along with us as we share our experiences and lend a hand to those on their own journey of culture building, coaching, and leading within their community.
0: In this podcast, we will be discussing topics such as how to build a culture and what does being coachable look like, plus special guest interviews and so much more. Rogue Cheer Athletics is a faith-based, non-affiliated recreational cheerleading gym in Southern Oregon, which is our gym. And uh, we're your hosts, Macy Kachira, and this is my best friend, Becky Abbott. And uh, we are the co-owners of Rogue Chair Athletics. Uh, we are just so excited uh, for this opportunity. The Lord has blessed us, and we cannot wait to share with you our journey and bring some of you along to become better leaders together. Now that all the fancy introductions are out of the way, uh, number one, thank you guys so much for joining us on our very first podcast. We are so excited. We are going to start off each podcast with a fun cheer fact of the day. And today, Becky is going to share that with us.
1: All right. So the cheer fact of the day is, did you know that the most recent form of competitive cheer that has been formed in the United States is the ex- exact division that we are, that we are, that we're called, which is non-affiliated,
0: and that's so exciting.
1: I know it's really cool. It's like we are part of a new wave yep. of competitive cheer in the nation. It was started in 2012 and um david sims Mm -hmm. a lot of you guys might know him if you're in the cheer world he does a lot of judging he's one of the executive directors for waikata and for jams and he he was instrumental in starting na yeah basically um pop warner type teams started competing teams that competed um or performed sideline for uh, football, t- football teams, basketball teams, yeah. club teams, they started competing and then they decided, well, we want to be our own program and not necessarily cheer sidelines. Like them. why, why do we have to, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't want to to cheer for these boys. Yeah. Like
1: okay. why? I mean, every other female sport doesn't have to cheer for the boys. Yeah. Why not us? Why can't we have it be our own thing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was presented and it became a thing That's exciting. and, um, it's kind of like an in between, you know, the all-star cheer and competitive high school cheer. You put those two together and you kind of have that NA non-affiliated cheer, which is what Rogue Cheer Athletics is. And so we are super ex- – we're just excited with that fact because um, we feel like we're part of something big. Yeah. And um, it's not super big on the West Coast yet. It's huge on the East Coast or it's booming over there. Yeah. California has NA teams popping up all the time. And – um And then here in Oregon, they're just now starting to kind of sprout. And so we're excited to be leaders in this industry in our state. Mm -hmm. So that's our fact of the day. That's
0: super cool fact to know.
1: Yeah. So what's awesome about it is NA is actually very competitive Mm -hmm. opposed to when Pop Warner first started, it was more of just sideline and there really wasn't much competition. Now NA has made it known that they are their own competitive division Mm -hmm. um, that just competes. And anytime you have a competitive division or a competitive team, there needs to be a selection process in which we as coaches use to pick who is going to be competing on our teams. Yeah, exactly. So if you don't already follow us on our Instagram, shameless plug. Yes, of course. There's going to be a lot of those, um, rogue Tree athletics, but we put a little survey out there on our social media asking people if we were to start a podcast, what exactly should we what questions do you guys want us to answer what should we talk about right. was, some of the answers we got were pretty funny <laughs> but a common one was tryouts what do we are what are we looking for at tryouts what is the tryout process so that's what we're going to be talking about today on our first episode
0: we are actually really excited for this to be our very first episode um, of our podcast, because uh, if you didn't know, Coach Becky was my coach in high school, and the format that- In honor. In honor. The format that she used way back in 2016, uh, we still use today, now owning our own cheer gym. And uh, we make tweaks to it here and there, but the general outline of it does stay the same.
1: The tryout process, that's where we're going to start. What it looks like is there is a three-day tryout process, and then on that fourth day is the final tryout, which is the day that you're performing the material. Um, Those three days before, the athletes are learning the material. Right. Um, The things that they are learning are a dance, a chant, or a cheer, whatever you want to call it, chant or cheer. Um, They are figuring out what tumbling passes they want to do, And figuring out what jumps that they want to do. Those three days, it's mainly the first day that we're really learning the material. Right. And then the next two days is like getting them used to the tryout process as far as this is how you're going to come into the room. Mm -hmm. This is where you're going to stand. This is the format is you introduce yourself, you do your jumps, you do your chant, your dance in this order. Um, And then we have them practice that. what we call mock tryouts yep
0: mock tryouts are absolutely vital in the whole tryout process itself um we will take those next two days and pick random girls in groups of three or four and they will go out and perform the material in front of all of their fellow teammates
1: and they always think that's so scary (laughs) they're like oh it's the most scary part but really your friends like honestly the people that are in the tryout process These other girls, and especially because we have a lot of veterans who have done this before, Mm. they're super supportive. Right. So they're not like, it's not just this quiet room where we're just staring with like (laughs) dead faces, you know, they're smiling and be like, you got it. And like supporting each other. We're all kind of in this together. Exactly. And it's not even like a, sometimes kids think, oh, I'm being judged on this part. You're not. This Mm -mm. is the safe space to mess up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and even in your tryout process, there's gonna, there's probably gonna be some mess ups. Right, you don't have to be like perfect. Right, um, it's how you recover. So, yeah, that's the mock tryout process. And then on the fourth day, we then go into, like I said, our final tryout. Right. and that's where the real deal happens. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is. We let the girls know their groups of three or four. Once they get there, we have that listed for them. They yep. see that on the door. Um, they're always very excited about who <laughs> they get to try out with. You always hear them like screaming. I'm mean, like, oh my gosh! <laughs> I get to like, be with Sally! Like, jumping up and down. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Us
0: together. It's really funny. <laughs> it's cute. um. And so, yeah. Really exciting process. Yeah,
1: it's super it's super fun. So, it's, I mean, it's fun for us. It's nerve-wracking for them. Right. It's really fun when it's over for them because then they're excited about the team that they made. Absolutely. So then, you know, that list is in order of, you know, in what order they go. And so they're all going to be in a room together mm-hmm. um, that is, you know, blocked off so they cannot see their teammates' tryout process. They're right. not watching at a window or they're not helping in the tryout process. Sometimes people, you know, they think it's like bring it on. Where, mm. you know, you have the head cheerleader at the table judging the tryout process. That's not the case. No. It's just the coach. It's just our coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, so they come on out and then they do their tryout all together. They mm-hmm. yell the chant together. They do the dance together. Right. Us judges are watching in each individual athlete. We're scoring them on a score sheet that covers the tumbling, the jumps, the chant, the dance, um, their voice, their crowd appearance or their their presence on that mat and their confidence and then um after all the groups have gone which it takes a while does um especially this year it's gonna take longer than it ever has because we have a lot of kids out this season such a blessing a lot of kids for a small gym like us sure um yeah so then we send them home right and uh, we used to keep them in the gym, and they'd wait until we made our decision. But we don't. We decided to not do that this year because it is a pretty heavy decision to decide which teams all these kids go on. Um, we have three different teams that they're going to be going on, and that's our senior renegades, which is our high school age team, and there'll be a few select middle schoolers on that team also. Right. Then we have our junior bandits, which is our level two team for middle schoolers and our junior outlaws, which is our level three team for our middle schoolers. Yep. And so, and, and there are usually a few select fifth graders on those teams as well. Um, but that is by and by only. Sure. So sometimes we have people ask like, oh, do all fifth graders get to try out? Yep. Well, if you are a fifth grader that we feel could potentially be ready for that level of competitive cheer, then we will request you to come try out.
0: Yeah, and while we're on the basis of um, invite only, the same thing applies for um, our senior renegades and uh, middle school, select middle school athletes. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's by invitation only. Of course, on their tryout uh, survey that we posted online, they were given the option of teams that they were interested in. Mm -hmm. Of course, they could be interested in it, but um, at the end of the day, it's the coach's uh, decision whether or not they are ready to be on such a high-level team or not. Um, But yeah, tryouts end, they go home, we make decisions, we put them on teams, and for the majority, uh, everybody's pretty happy. Um, Mm -hmm. There always is disappointment, and I think that's expected at any gym, regardless of uh, how many kids you have or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, There will always be somebody that's a little bit disappointed. Um, And that's just the way
1: it is in all high-level athletics. Absolutely. There's always going to be, no matter what sport you're in, and if there's different levels of teams, there's always going to be that. And that's one of those hard pills to swallow for us as coaches, because we want, we do want to make everybody happy. We really do. But at the same time, we're, we're building a program here. Right. We want to see our teams be successful. We also don't want our athletes to be pushed, um, and be on a team that they are not ready for because it is. And Dan Cotton mentions this in his podcast that we listen to next gen gym owners podcast. Shout out to him. It's a great podcast. Go follow it. Yeah, it is. Um, but he talks about how, you know, kids shouldn't want to just have to nugget the full, the whole routine because right. they don't have the tumbling that is in that level. Like they should want to perform. Absolutely. And so, and we don't want that for them. Right. Like we, we really do want it to be level appropriate. We want them to be challenged. We want them to have fun.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: and we are looking at the big picture too.
0: Absolutely. So
1: that is that on Rogue's general tryout process.
0: Yeah, wonderful. We're going to get into some more specific questions now. One of the things that um, has come up as a question is do returners try out and why? So, yes, every
1: single athlete that wants to be on a junior or senior team at Rogue, so any middle school or high school age athletes, they all try out. Yep. Um, And we really feel like for our returning athletes who have done this before with us, if they were to not try out, it would definitely be kind of settling. Absolutely. And being on our team, we really feel is a privilege that you earn. And part of that, Earning is done at tryouts. Absolutely. And it doesn't stop at tryouts. It continues in the summer and how you practice in the summer and then continues on into the fall when we're preparing for competitions and then when we're competing, you're always earning that privilege. Absolutely.
0: And then even more so, our veteran athletes can come alongside those who are newer to the process um, or maybe a little bit nervous, and they can come alongside and um, help them out and give them a little bit more reassurance because it is a nerve-wracking
1: thing. Mm -hmm. So. And we definitely watch in the process how they handle it. Absolutely. Are they just learning the material and then they're kind of checking out, like, oh, I already know this now, or are they learning the material, performing it to the best of their ability right. and then seeing where they can help, Absolutely. you know, seeing those, those kids who, you know, if we're not able to help them in that moment, they can answer their questions about, oh, this part on the dance or just being a friend to them and the trout process and making them feel comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. And then that even goes into our decision for when we make captains um, for our teams. And that's where we really start watching. Absolutely. Who's going the extra mile, uh, which is one of our core values, loving others relentlessly. Mm -hmm. Um, Who's representing that um, just well? And uh, yeah, we put them into consideration for captainship for sure.
1: A second question that we get is, why hold tryouts if we don't make cuts?
0: That's a really big question.
1: So in my... 16 years of coaching. Yep. For a long time we did cuts when I coached in high schools and it was a necessary part of that process um and in a high school setting. You have a lot of kids coming out, you have kids that were dragged there by their friends. Mm-hmm. They don't really know what it entails. We're pretty clear and upfront um from the get-go our expectations and then we present This process that does require kids to put themselves out there. It requires them to show up and be committed for these four days to work really hard. And if there are kids who just they're not really willing to put themselves out there like that, they end up deciding to just not try out. They might come to the first couple days, um, but they don't show up to that last day. And in a sense, you know, they've that's that's narrowed us down a little bit. Right. So we haven't had to make cuts, but it's um, weeded people out. So we're seeing more of who's committed, who's ready for this experience, who's ready to be placed on a team with Rogue.
0: Absolutely. And the ones that do stick around and do finish out the trial process and stay all the way through team placements and a couple weeks in, um, we find that they oftentimes really like the push and they like that it is their own Thing I one thing that I love about cheerleading is it really gives kids some source of purpose and mm-hmm. identity That yeah. they are needed in a spot. Otherwise the whole Thing isn't gonna work. I think about it like a machine if you're missing a certain part I don't even know anything a cog a, a cog there a you wheel go. a cog a wheel sure. Yeah, missing a cog in your yeah. machine Okay, it's not gonna run no and it gives kids that that mindset and that mentality of I am needed mm-hmm. in this space. And it is absolutely true. Um, I need to show up. I need to show up For and my I teammates. need. even when I don't want to. Yeah. even when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I am needed and I need to show up.
1: And by completing this process, each athlete feels like they earned their spot and they take ownership of that spot. That's mm-hmm. what we are encouraging in them. Mm -hmm. They feel like they earned this, you know, they didn't just walk in here. There's value to this position that they earned on the team.
0: 110% with that. We're just really excited to see all of the kids that come out and uh, try out with us. Um, if you are listening any of our athletes we love you and uh this next trial process we just want you to go into with an open mind and uh lots fun of confidence with it. have fun it you only get to do it once a year yep um and we just can't wait to see you perform we genuinely enjoy watching you guys go out and uh introduce yourselves it's fun for us to be like yes. oh there's there's our kids it's literally proud mom moment yeah
1: <laughs> sometimes there's like we get teared up just seeing like <laughs> we do we just seeing like where the athletes started and where they are now like the growth and just that process is huge for some athletes they can go into Mm -hmm. it seeming super insecure on that first day and then by that fourth day we're like who is this kid i every tryout process yeah i hear coach aaron usually say who is that kid (laughs) like because we we just don't always expect it and some of these kids really surprise us the work and like the commitment they put into this process. And it's just really cool to watch them challenge themselves, take that risk and like go after something that they love. It, it just warms our heart to get to watch that process and, and come alongside them and support them in it.
0: Absolutely. At the end of each episode, we are going to do a shout-out of the day to one of our athletes. And we recently just got a text message from because we weren't there today. Yeah. Uh we we're re- working on our podcast. We are working on our podcast. We recently got a text message from one of our cheer moms that her daughter, Ava Hansen, whoop, whoop. She, Ava Hansen,
1: shouted it out to you. Ava
0: Hansen. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> she got her uh three round off backhands. Series. Yes. Uh, so she's been working really hard on that and her back tuck. And we're just really A few proud months of ago,
1: her. she didn't even have a backhand spring. Absolutely. And she just decided she was going for it. Yep. And today she thought, I'm going to try two backhand springs after my round off. Mm-hmm. And she just ended up throwing three. So Amazing shout out to Ava Hansen. Every episode, we'll do a shout out to an athlete who is meeting their goals in, in practice. We're super proud of you. We have so yep. many kids in the gym right now that are just working so hard. And we can't wait to see you guys
0: accomplish these goals. Absolutely. It's exciting. It sure is. Well, you guys, thank you for tuning in to our very first podcast. We will definitely see you guys next week. Yep. And uh, this is Maisie. And Becky. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening
1: to the Real Life Cheer Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And follow us on our social media platforms on Facebook. YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll see you next
0: time.